Hello, listeners, and thank you for joining another week's podcast from Wind entitled ESG123. Uh, as a refresher, this is Max Kiefer, and I am the head of sustainability for Wind. Uh, this week, very excited to have Dane Baker. This is a, a podcast I was uh, trying to make happen here for the last few weeks, but Dane Baker joins us, uh, CEO, co founder of EcoCart. Uh, and how's everything going? I guess we'll jump right into it, Dane. How are you doing, and where are you calling in from? I know yes. the answer to the second part, but for our listeners. All right. Well, Max, thank you. First and foremost, thank you very much for having me. I am psyched to be here. Um, yeah, I'm Dane, uh, co-founder and CEO of EcoCart. I am currently in the LA area. Um, specifically right now, I'm in Ventura, California, um, which is actually where I grew up. And um, But normally I'm based in the San Francisco area. So that's a... Uh, that's the, and I'm, oh, and how am I doing? I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm pumped. Nice. I am pumped to be here. Things have been crazy busy recently, but busy is always good. Um, and uh, we've been growing a lot. So I am, I am psyched. I love it. That's my old stomping grounds, uh, Ventura County. And you got Patagonia headquartered down the street from you. So you, you got it. You got it. Good neck of the woods. So uh, we heard a little bit more of your bio and EcoCard at the beginning of this. Um, to give to take a further step back in the podcast is that we entitled it or we titled it ESG one two three uh, to give our listeners really an overview on sustainability and ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance. Uh, but if you could maybe taking a further step park, step back, give us a little bit more of an eco cart background uh, and really kind of the the motivator to start the company. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll, give, I'll kind of jump into my background a little bit. So I'm, I'm a multi time founder. I've started a few companies in the past. They've all kind of had this similar thread of trying to make the world a better place in some way, shape, or form. Uh, the last company that I started was a an online peer-to-peer -peer rental marketplace business. So think like Airbnb, but for like surfboards, kayaks, snowboards, et cetera. And we started that company because we thought that renting in contrast to consumption was a greater benefit for the environment, um, especially with those high uh, plastic items like kayaks and surfboards. So uh, that's the sort of the reasoning and like the mission for starting the company. But as we scaled, it became very complicated, very expensive to maintain a sustainability ethos and to deliver that sustainable shopping experience to our to our customers and our uh, and our consumers that we that we set out to do. Um, so we realized there was a problem, one that we really wanted to solve. And so we sold that company and started EcoCart kind of based off of this idea. Um, and yeah, you know, the, the kind of the general basis of EcoCart is, is we're on a mission to help make the uh, fight against climate change easy, affordable, and accessible so that everyone can do their part. And the quick elevator pitch is that we have uh, developed a technology to calculate and then offset the carbon footprint of a consumer purchase. And then uh, at the point of purchase, be able to have a consumer offset that by simply adding a few extra cents to their order. Uh, with that, we're then funding certified carbon offset projects like planting trees, building wind farms, et cetera. Um, and we sell the solution to retailers and e-commerce brands so that when your customers are going through and making a purchase on your website, uh, they can have an option to make their order carbon neutral, which really um, is a ton of benefits to it. But it, at, the, at, at its core, it helps develop a, a deeper loyalty between you as the brand and your consumers. And that's the key, which has a bunch of other benefits. And uh, like, for example, lifetime value, uh, as well as cart conversion boosts and increases. So there's a whole host of uh, reasons why it's important to do. And also sustainable shopping is just becoming, uh, you know, an absolute must have and sustainability is a driving factor in purchasing decisions. So 
um, yeah, that's the, that's the why behind what, we, what we've done. And, and it's, you know, we're, we're excited about this becoming standard, right? Like I fundamentally believe you as a consumer won't be able to go through a purchase flow in the next three to five years and not have an option to make your order carbon neutral, or at least have that done already for you. And we're powering this movement. And that's what we're really excited about. I love it. Well said. And a seed investor and win. I don't know if I've got the full NDA to sign that out. But yeah, <laughs> no, Dane is supportive I, in, of win in many different levels. So we're, we're glad to have you in the win family here. I am thrilled to to be a very small part of it and just been a huge supporter of the mission and uh, and, and and Ray and for, for the longest time. So excited to be a small part of it all. Love it. Um, so uh, as some of our listeners, if you turned into previous episodes, uh, I came from the commercial real estate. I'm still very much dialed in in the commercial real estate environment. Uh, did a brief tenure over at CBRE, but did the majority of my work over at Healthy Buildings International. So worked on office and industrial and retail. Um, typically where this the conversation goes is different industry organizations and alliances. You already kind of answered my next questions in my script here, but taking a step back, uh, wins getting involved in different organizations such as U.S. Green Building Council, uh, Urban Land Institute, Ray, who's the uh, CEO and co-founder, is very involved in. That's more in the development of the commercial real estate side. But I think to maybe some of our listeners that are tuning in from different industries other than commercial real estate, what are some of the other industry organizations or alliances or even partnerships within those spaces that you've really kind of built out over the years? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot, right? So our our core mission is again to make the fight against climate change, climate change broadly, uh, easy, accessible, and affordable for everyone, right? So it's it's pretty broad of a of a, of a mission, and um, of course we're starting off with consumer activity, which is you know kind of another broad term, um, which you know as a subset of that is is e commerce and retail generally, uh, which is kind of our it's our, you know, it is to us what books was to Amazon, I, th- I think is maybe a good way to describe it. And so, you know, it's, it's a great way to just put our, our, uh, our technology out there in the world, get it used, um, and have that expand into other use cases as we evolve and, and move forward as a company. And, you know, that is inclusive of consumer activity more broadly, which is things like, you know, um, offsetting, um, you know, like uh, rideshare rides and um, food delivery and, you know, just like micro mobility generally, as well as like, you know, shipping and logistics platforms. We, we, we power and partner with a lot of shipping and logistics platforms to offset all of their orders uh, at the platform level. We do this um, for as well, like other like commerce platforms, um, you know, like think like the Etsy's of the world, Um Etc. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of consumer activity that um, can be encompassed here, and and we're excited about over time powering all of this offsetting. True. Well, in, for our listeners here, one of the other areas that EcoCart is hopefully going to help us with is doing more of the carbon reporting, but also a carbon calculator. So uh, embodied carbon is a term, even from the manufacturing standpoint. Um, you had hit on some of these elements here in terms of how you're doing carbon reporting and carbon tracking. Uh, it's a segue into overall carbon offset projects. So uh, I'm very bullish or excited about wind uh, as a renewable energy source. I'm hoping that I can get the rays of the world more involved from wind technologies, who's 
focus on air purifiers and sensors into wind um, as a renewable energy source. But uh, I did nerd out a little bit on your website, saw a renewable wind energy project in Turkey. Uh, but can you hit on some of those uh, projects, if not the Turkey one and the other ones? Uh, in terms, I know that sounded a little off, the Turkey one, but you you knew where I was going. So if you can hit on some of the carbon offset projects and how you choose or give the the buyer the option to choose, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So we have, yeah, you hit on a couple of really important points. There is a, a whole suite of value that I haven't mentioned yet in this in this kind of short spiel that we've had. It's, um, I have more focus on the consumer experience side of things, right? Like um, how how this kind of, these initiatives come to light for consumers and and customers, however that you know may look for you. There's a whole host of things behind the scenes that we're doing as well, which is inclusive of measuring carbon footprint, um, reporting that carbon footprint to our partners, and then lastly, um, which you touched on, offsetting. And we what we do on that front specifically is we curate uh, a portfolio of the most highly impactful carbon offset projects for our, for our, uh, our, our community. And, uh, it's up to them, which project they fund and select, right? So all of these projects are certified carbon offset projects. That means they're, they're certified by one of the major carbon standards. Um, and then we secondly go in and, and, and vet these projects as kind of a second and third layer of vetting ourselves internally. We we've sort of built this internal team to be able to, um, vet projects, and manage and balance supply of these projects. And so, um, you know, these can be anywhere from anything from forestry based projects to, you know, renewable energy, to sustainable agriculture, to, um, water purifier building projects in, in a developing nation. Um, and so all of the projects, the, the beauty of them is, is that they're multifaceted. Of course, they sequester carbon from the atmosphere, um, and, and have a, have that, angle and benefit to them, but they also uh, all have uh, an element of social good. So they're doing good for the world and the environment and the community that they, that they're in. And that those two things together are incredibly important to us and how we think about um, how we select projects to be part of our portfolio. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, And we won't get into too many of the companies out there that might just still be checking a box. And I think it's partly because they're overwhelmed and they don't know where to start. So uh, you answered a number of the questions, especially in the right way to go about doing it. Uh, I will say here's another segue to an area that I know uh, less than you and many people about uh, is the whole investment and ventures world. And I will kind of on the fly kind of get your take on how you see it in 2022 being different than years past. And I know no one has the crystal ball, but what you see moving forward. So with that, I know we talked about seed investments and wind and some of the other uh, companies that you've been involved with. Uh, but would you mind going a little bit more into Dane Baker's take on the prop tech, clean tech investment world, and maybe any other in, uh, updates that you might have about EcoCart that you didn't share to the audience? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am not the best, you know, sort of the most well versed in, in in prop tech generally, but um, but you know, clean tech and um, and climate tech is is uh, is certainly in my in my wheelhouse. Um, we and and I think what you might be alluding to is we recently uh, announced the fundraising wrap, which we're really excited about. We announced a fourteen and a half million dollar Series A, uh, led by Fifth Wall, which is um, you know m- many folks on this podcast might might know exactly who they are. Um, they are I think the biggest uh, prop tech 
VC in the world and now recently minted one of the largest, if not the largest climate tech fund as well, in the, at least in the US, as far as I'm aware. Um, and so that is Fifth Wall. Um, and they led our Series A. So we're, we're pumped. We just nice. announced it maybe three weeks ago or so at this point. And, uh, you know, it's just been an incredible journey up till now. And, and we just you know, are, are, are thrilled to have some, you know, partners on board who, um, see, uh, the sort of, you know, and, and share our vision for the future and, um, are, are excited to have cap, you know, the, the, the capital that they, you know, have entrusted us with to be able to accelerate the mission. True. And very exciting. Very cool to say the least. And, Fifth Wall has been doing some very cool things and some very cool projects. So glad to see that you're involved in that portfolio. Uh, I am going to combine my next two questions here. So to give you a heads up, it was e-commerce and international differentiators. Mm -hmm. Um, Just taking a step back, you talked a little bit about what it means to be carbon neutral, but if you could expand on that and then really just talk about how e-commerce has evolved. We started this conversation with good old Patagonia in your back door. Uh, backyard. I know that they're really changing in terms of how e-commerce is handled. And obviously you have the larger ones, the Amazons and the Walmarts of the world, which I think you're involved in Walmart as well. And then I think as I I typically tend to do on my podcast, throw 10 different questions at a person and let them figure it out is that uh, I did want to ask about how you even keep your day straight and your time zone straight when you're getting pulled into all these different countries and then how they're looking at carbon reporting and carbon offsets and purchasing. So there's my 10 questions and pick which one that you want that you want to answer. And we'll go from there, Dane. I love it. This is great. Uh, I'll try to answer all of them. If I forget midstream in stream of consciousness, then, you know, so be it, but uh, I'm going to give it a, give it a good college try. So, okay. First question was around carbon neutrality and like, you know, what, what is, what's the happening within the car, within the space and, and what's new with it. So it's, you know, carbon neutrality essentially just means that, a company uh, or a person or any entity is basically, um, you know, uh, offsets, you know, their, their, their sort of net carbon output is neutral, meaning they, whatever carbon they emit to the world, they are um, sequestering in some way, shape or form. Typically what that looks like, and I, you know, most, most cases it's carbon credits that are, that are, that are, that are fueling this ability to, um, reduce your carbon footprint and essentially be carbon neutral. So when, when, when you hear all these, you know, commitments of we're going to be carbon neutral by 2030, 50, whatever that timeline looks like, essentially it's we're measuring what our carbon footprint outlay is and across all of our value chain. And we are then, um, of course, reducing our carbon footprint in, with some initiative uh, inherently, um, whether it be like, you know, optimizing supply chain or whatever that may be, but also Whatever we can't reduce, we are um, purchasing credits to, and 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 that credits can be many different things. But ultimately, it's we are purchasing some. Uh, we're putting our money where our mouth is, and 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 uh, balancing out the unavoidable carbon footprint. And so, carbon credits and carbon offsets specifically um, have been a crucial part of that for the you know since the inception of the instrument, and you know. Now that's exactly what we are powering, right? When we say we're making orders carbon neutral and we're powering the carbon neutrality of of uh, many different uh, industries, we're leveraging carbon offsets as a vehicle to do that. So you know it's a crucial part of any sustainability strategy for any company, frankly, because you can't really reach new, you know, net net you know, net nothing net neutral uh, mm-hmm. w- without a an instrument like that. So 
that is, um, you know, the world of carbon neutrality. Uh, you mentioned as a next question, you mentioned sort of e-commerce trends and what's happening in, in retail generally. And I think the answer there, you know, kind of a thought that came to mind at least was a few, a fewfold. One, um, as we, with the macro environment going on of it's, it's, it's in, becoming incredibly um, hard, more and more difficult to acquire consumers because of, you know, uh, changes in advertising landscapes and, you know, tracking abilities. Um, and just also consumers are, are, you know, frankly spending less now and they likely will in the future where it's kind of a reality of the macro that's happening. Um, it's more, it's harder to acquire new customers. So what's really important is retaining, uh, your current customers in some way, shape or form and having them repurchase with you and developing that relationship. And the way to do that I mean, you, you know, it's obviously a million levers you can pull to do that, right? It's branding, it's everything. But part of that, a big part of, of this, uh, and what's be good, you know, becoming crucial is sustainability. And, and what story are you telling to your consumers that allows them to live their mission and, and, and personal mission and personal values by shopping with you as a retailer? And sustainability is a big part of that. So that's been what's happening in the macro level, you know, uh, over the last couple of years here. And we're really excited about that being a more important part of consumers and brands, um, you know, mind share. So that's would be my, my kind of my sum summary on that. And then the third, you asked about balancing my time. Yeah, it's difficult, right? Uh, you know, I think, you know, we're, we're a company that's grown, you know, pretty, quickly and aggressively over the last 12, 12 months, at least, I think 12 months ago, there, you know, maybe four or five of us. Now there's 35 and, you know, in 12 months, there'll be probably, I don't know, 40, 50, 60, you know, pick a number in there. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll it'll likely be in that range. Um, and we're, you know, really excited about what we're doing, just becoming standard in the e-commerce landscape and retail and uh, landscape and just helping companies achieve their neutrality goals. So, all in all, uh, it's a lot of work and the team is, is, is an, you know, we've done an incredible job just building an, a, a top tier grade A team, um, to help with that. But, you know, obviously it's a lot of work and, uh, and I guess, you know, personally with my own schedule and, and calendar, it's just, you know, I think, um, it's a lot to balance every day and there's, you know, little tactics that I, you know, we can kind of jump into if, if we want, but at a really high level, it's just, I, I mean, I show up every day, incredibly excited about the work that I'm doing. Um, I feel, I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world to be able to, um, be able to dedicate my energy, time and, um, and focus to something that makes me feel good as a, as a person and fulfilled and helps make the world a even a little bit more of a better place. Um, and I think that that's going to only accelerate as we move forward and our mission becomes more top of mind and important for humanity. So I feel incredibly lucky. True. Well, and I will give a shout out or, or kudos and closer here to EcoCard is that, and maybe a heads up if I didn't tell you, is we we put together our first corporate sustainability report in 2022. I somewhat figured it out. Uh, and the partnerships and the allegiances and the alliances heavily geared towards EcoCard. So uh, maybe in starting, you know, where wind had started, where people would go into an Apple shop or purchase online, now adding some of the other aspects that you just hit on and, and how we can really tell the story. Um, practice what we preach, and especially if some of our clients are doing both big companies and small companies. So 
thank you uh, to Dane and to EcoCard. Thank you for joining me here. Uh, I will kind of uh, segue in there. We have you and how you can help in 2030, 2040, and 2050. So you're going to get a lot of Max Kiefer and a lot of wind over the next year, 20 or 30 years. But uh, thank you, uh, Dane, for joining us. And thank you for the information. Thank you for having me. I'm pumped to uh, to hear how this goes. And I'll go down. I'll make a trip down to this is another reason to get down to Southern California. And you're always more than welcome to come up here uh, in Northern California. We'll We'll figure out something for you here. We'll figure it out. Thanks. Okay. Guys. All right. Great chatting. All right. Talk soon.